This is Matt Hurt at Obsessive Viewer on Twitter. This is Tiny at Obsessive Tiny on Twitter. And this is ObsessiveViewer.com's The Obsessive Viewer Podcast, live at booth 1248 at NBA Popcon 2017. Welcome to The Obsessive Viewer, we're a weekly movie and TV podcast that covers a specific topic, be it genre, trope, movie, or show, and each week, and uh, I forgot the rest of it because I don't have my notes. Um, if you want to support the podcast, go to obsessiveviewer.com slash donate, and uh, yeah, we here are here today at our booth on Sunday of PopCon, um, and we are kind of winding down, the, the halls is going to close fairly soon. Here in like a couple hours, and uh, so we're just gonna kind of talk about things. This year was a little different. We didn't do a, we didn't ask people the que- the question we were asking or anything. We just basically uh, decided to do vendor questions. Like we asked, we asked a specific question to vendors uh, all weekend. So um, you'll hear recordings from different vendors. They'll say, they'll hawk their their social media and, and what they do and everything, and they'll answer our question. And Tiny, what is the question this year that we are going to be covering? The question is, what is your favorite movie or TV villain, and why? And also, how are you doing? Oh, you know, I'm good. I think it's hilarious that they fired up a bagpipe, like, right when we started recording. Yeah, it was, it was, uh, yeah, hilarious is one way. <laughs> no, uh, that was funny. Um, I'm going to switch around like this so we can do this. Um, yeah, so I mean, yeah, that is funny. But that's good. Yeah, we're having a good PopCon. It's it's fun. It's good stuff. We're seeing a lot of people. Uh, what have you bought? Um, I bought a autographed uh, copy of Timothy Zahn's new book, Thrawn, which is official canon for Star Wars now. So mm-hmm. Grand Admiral, Admiral Thrawn is actually part of Star Wars now, so that's awesome. Um, he was not a chatty guy, but he was nice. So that was cool. I got to meet him, get his autograph. I was I didn't even know he was going to be here. So like, <laughs> I was super excited. It made my day. I'm happy. That's all I bought, though. Nice. Did you also pre-order something? Oh yeah, I did pre. I just pre-ordered um, a copy of a game, Movie Buff, which you can uh, hear about and learn about on our other PopCon episode from our uh, stage recording here at the convention. Uh, a lot of fun. Totally worth purchasing. Uh, Justin, the creator and seller, the guy at the booth. Awesome, awesome dude, and uh, the cool. game was a lot of fun. So, yeah, we played a live uh, game of his card game, uh, Movie Buff, where we basically it's it's like an Uno style game where we use uh, movie uh, trivia and knowledge and everything to go around until we lose all of our cards. It's a lot of fun. You'll hear it on that. We'll also be uh, uh, have links in the show notes and everything like that. It's it's a lot of fun, and so we actually do have a lot of guests or a lot of uh, friends here. Uh, that we've met uh, over the years and everything, and it's it's you know it's a lot of fun. We our friends uh, Tommy and Chad from By the Rights, they are actually back there, a couple couple rows behind us. Uh, they're doing very well. Uh, I'm it's it makes me so happy to see like like walking through the convention and seeing like the little blue By the Rights box in people's bags and like seeing them play it on the board game area because it's such a fun game and like they're such good people that I'm super happy that they're that they're being successful so having said that if you haven't bought your copy of By the Rights definitely do that now um, go to uh, Amazon and just type in By the Rights game and you'll see it's a little blue game uh, we had an episode about it where we played it it's a basically a fake movie game it's the movie pitching uh, party game uh, so it's a lot of fun and we've also got a bunch of other people our friends at Cinemaside who we interviewed last year here um and of course our friends the nerds you're looking for are next to us and uh they are a blast and they uh it's it's making the convention go by uh a lot faster and a lot uh smoother and everything just just being around friends and everything uh so and i haven't bought anything because i'm super broke but i did buy like a coke and uh coke and a smile um (laughs) and this is the first time of any popcorn that we have not had to pay for parking, so yeah. we we figured out that. Um, so before we get into our discussion of villains and movie and TV, um, how do you how do you feel about the convention this year? There's been a bunch of new stuff. What did you think of the podcast awards and and uh, all of the stuff that's been going on this weekend? 
Absolutely. Uh, it's been a great year, just like all the other ones. Um, there's, there's tons of people here. We're, it's a Sunday, and it feels like a Saturday. Um, it's been really fun. There's a, a like a yo-yo competition like that has their own stage like behind us, and they had like techno music playing all day. It was pretty fun. So uh, that drew a big, big crowd. They're not here today, but even without that, it's it's a pretty full day. So um, the podcast awards were great. Uh, my uh, other podcast that I'm on, The Secular Perspective, won an award in the news category for best podcast so that's awesome uh our my friend our friend chad he uh he accepted the award so that was a really big honor and we were really pleased with that um really cool celebrities here like i said i got to meet timothy zahn and um meet some other fun people and we're right across from the cosplayers that's the noise you're hearing um so it's it's been another great year and uh, i'm already looking forward to 2018 yeah me too and uh and yeah the podcast awards had a good turnout um, and I'm really excited that they're doing something like that, like like having podcast awards at the convention and everything, because it's basically it's uh, the uh, Indie Podnet Awards, I think is what it was called when it was at the Independent Show. Uh, they've basically taken it. Uh, the Podcast Indie Group has taken it over, and and it's being incorporated into Indie PopCon. So this was the first year they're opening it to regional podcast uh, next year. So hopefully we'll win something. Um, <laughs> But it's fine. It's just good. it's good to be it's good to be considered, you know. It's good to be good to be in the running. Um, but it was a really good turnout and everything, and it was uh, makes me feel really good about uh, the future of podcasting in indie and in indie popcorn. And uh, so finally, before we get into our question, uh, let's talk about cosplay. Uh, we've seen a lot of really cool cosplays, and. Uh, uh, really good cosplays and stuff and uh, like including uh, I saw really good um, I don't know if it was Fem Shep from uh, from Mass Effect or if she was she was playing Jack from Ma- the uh, from Mass Effect but she had like the full like uh, N7 armor and everything and it was I guess that I guess she would be Fem Shep but it was very good um, uh, very good cosplay there there was a the Wookiee on vacation that was like my spirit animal and uh, a lot of really good really good um, really good cosplays what are some that stood out to you Tony? they had like a like a full size Wookiee that was like seven and a half feet tall I think it was somebody on stilts that was incredible that was a really good one lots of Harley Quinns lots of Deadpools uh, the 501st Legion is here they always have um, really good stormtroopers they had a uh, Kylo Ren this year that was really a good looking Kylo Ren um, Mandalorian Mercs are always fun, and our uh, Circle City Ghostbusters, they just kind of some of the big names that always do really well. Mm-hmm. Um, I love the Wookiee on Vacation, too. That was classic. Mm-hmm. Um, across from us, we had uh, King from Tekken, which mm-hmm. I did not know what it was for the longest time until I was looking at their uh, their Instagram, uh, Thousand Faces Cosplay, and he posted a picture. I was like, oh, it's from Tekken. Okay. That was a really good one. Um, and they're... Thousand Faces is famous for their Borderlands characters, mm. uh, which are like flawless. That's mm. always really cool to see them do that. Um, yeah, there's been lots of good cosplays. It's been fun. Absolutely, and uh, and yeah, it's just it's just been been a blast and everything. Um, also, there was something else I was going to say about cosplays, but I can't remember. Um, but anyway. Uh, it's been a blast and everything. So the question we're asking and the discussion we're going to have is uh, who is our favorite movie and TV villain? Now, before we get to our answers, I'm going to go ahead and include clips from all the other vendors that we talked to here. So you'll be hearing that uh, here shortly. And then stick around to get our answers um, on who our favorite uh, movie and TV villain of all time is. Um, so, yeah. So... Before we do that, uh, just a shameless plug. Uh, Shocktober in Irvington is October 6th this year. Shocktober in Irvington is a one-night event screening of short horror films from local filmmakers here in Indianapolis. Um, we basically screen short films from them. We have them on stage to, uh, to have a Q&A, interview about the process of making the short film, like the trials and tribulations, any behind-the-scenes stuff. It's very candid, very one-on-one. And, uh, and they, we raffle off prizes and gift cards to Irvington businesses. It's a blast. It's going to be so much fun. Um, it's October sixth. All proceeds go directly toward the, in, uh, the to the Irvington Historical Society. It's going to be a lot of fun. More information is at shocktoberinirvington.com. and of course you can follow us on Twitter at Obsessive Viewer and at uh, Obsessive Tiny, and follow us on Facebook. 
at facebook.com slash theobsessiveviewer, as well as the Facebook group, which can be found at the aforementioned Facebook link. So without further ado, here are the other vendors at Indie PopCon 2017 with their favorite movie and TV villains of all time. All right, I'm here with friend of the show, Matt Quiet of Nerds Domain. Uh, how's the convention been for you? Busy. My feet hurt. Uh, a lot of stuff going on, but it was a lot of fun. A lot of fun. Typical Sunday, hurt feet, yeah, yeah. stuff like that. Yeah, tired. Um, so we've been asking everybody, what is your favorite movie and or TV villain? Chip Douglas. Chip, Chip Douglas? Yeah, yeah. So Chip Douglas from The Cable Guy. Okay. Because not only is, is he, like... You feel bad for him at points, but he's relatable and he's just playing crazy. So, and, and I, I really think it's um, it's one of the very underrated uh, roles of Jim Carrey. It's a very dark comedy, but but I love that. It's one of my favorite movies, honestly. Um, and I just love everything that he does through the whole thing, all of it. I think it's a good movie too. I agree. I'm I'm a fan of it as well. And uh, he's also an obsessive viewer. Oh, yeah, oh yeah, yeah, absolutely, and and that's that's key, right? You got to watch it all, right? It just makes me think you did that on purpose. Like you're trying to say, I'm 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 crazy, like shit. Oh no, I get it. It's fine. No, well, you don't have a cat that you named after your favorite food. That's true. I don't. Uh, our actually, our dog is named after a movie character. So a fantastic movie character, a fantastic one. Yeah, so I don't can't believe he lost that election. Fake news. Um, so, so uh, do you think he'll be back next year? You think he'll have a booth? You think he'll have seven booths? You think he'll? I think that I think that next year we're going to ask for the booth next to the best booth, so we will be next to you guys. Oh, <laughs> you didn't have to say that. No, that's cool. Um, you guys had fun though. Oh yeah, good con. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Coming by and mocking Matt and uh, mocking Matt and mocking Matt. It was really solid mocking Matt. So, yeah. That's always my favorite part, too. Uh, thanks for stopping by, man. Uh, we'll see you next year. Yeah, absolutely. Thank you much. All right. I'm here with Pat Coon from the Nerds You're Looking For podcast at the Nerds Podcast on Twitter and at thenerdspodcast.com. And, uh, yeah, how has your PopCon been, sir? It's It's been fun. I've, I've really enjoyed it, as we do every year. It was uh, especially fun because we were right next to you guys. Yes. And so we... Uh, we had a lot of fun with it this year, as we do every year. Yes, it's been a lot of fun. It has been so fun. I can't wait for the next 11 months when I don't have to see your face. But anyway, um, we are asking the different vendors. First of all, tell us about the Nerds You're Looking For podcast. Well, it's a weekly nerd culture podcast that discusses the culture through various segments. Uh, we post episodes every Monday, and we cover a lot of the th- same things that you guys cover. Uh, our next episode that's coming out at, well, tomorrow, I don't know when you're, you're, this episode will be coming out. Probably but, like two months from now. Okay, cool. You'll probably just bury this audio and it'll never see the light of day. We are reviewing Spider-Man Homecoming, so we'll have that episode out uh, on Monday. So, definitely looking forward to it. Very nice. Uh, and yeah, I really enjoy your show and your work and everything, and also your Twitch channel and your Let's Plays on YouTube and I can hear it your, your voice that you're, other you're stuff. A huge fan. Your Pokemon Go pin thing. Um, no, nobody can see us. That's, yeah, well, you know, well over the podcast. You know, I really like your shirt. Thank so you. anyway, we are asking people, vendors at this year's PopCon. Yes. Who is your favorite movie or TV villain of all time, and why? Matt Her from the Obsessive Viewer Podcast. Has to be a movie or TV villain, Pat. I've never been in a movie or TV show. Thanks for rubbing it in. I'm a 31-year-old man who's never been in a movie or TV show, much less been a villain in one, so thank you. So who is your favorite movie or TV villain of all time, and why? Well, now that you've yelled at me... uh, I mean, there's so many obvious ones. I mean, you have Darth Vader, of course. Um, you have Newman from Seinfeld. I mean, the, those are the most obvious ones, obviously. But uh, I think I'm going to go with, just because there's so many choices, I think I'm going to go with uh, a pretty recent movie I just talked about, Spider-Man Homecoming. I really, really enjoyed uh, Michael Keaton's portrayal of Vulture. I liked, well, I don't want to give too much of the movie away. Please don't. Yeah. Well, I'll spoil it for you off the podcast. I will end you. <laughs> Anyways, so I just thought 
that his portrayal of the character, not just the way he acted in it, because he's a phenomenal actor, but the the way that the the character was built in the movie. I liked the fact that he you could empathize with him a lot. Like he wasn't just completely evil. Um, I thought that there was definitely several moments in the movie where you can empathize with him, and I think those are the more fascinating villains. Nice, that's awesome, and I'm really looking forward to seeing Spider-Man Homecoming. I haven't had a chance to see it yet because uh, Popcorn Weekend was it, and I ran out of money. So I get paid Thursday, so I'm going to go see it, and we're going to review it next week on the podcast. So, you know, we'll ride your coattails. Um, As you always do. Yeah, well, I mean, anyway, um, (laughs) check out... Pat and Tyler at the Nerds Podcast on Twitter. And Pat, do you have any uh, stand-up coming up or anything like that? Uh, not currently, no. Thank you for rubbing that in. Okay, no problem, no problem. <laughs> thought I was thought I was <laughs> teeing you up for some self promotion, but that's fine. That's fine. That's good. All right. Well, thank you so much, and I will talk to you off the mic here in two seconds. I have to spoil Spider-Man for you, bastard. <laughs> All right, I am here uh, with the gentleman uh, from Cinema Side. If you remember last year, that was our uh, stage recording with Gary. Uh, today, I'm going to ask uh, David what uh, his favorite movie or TV villain is, uh, and here's his answer. We've got to say Magneto, hands down. It's just really, really cool. Yeah, can't go wrong with Magneto. Um, were you a fan mostly from like the movies and TV shows, or what? Did, are you like a fan of the comics, too? I never read much of the comics. I really like the cartoons and video games and just his abilities overall in general. I, I, I agree. Uh, I recently got the cartoon from the 90s on DVD, and it's, it's so much fun. It's so over-the-top and cheesy. Um, were you... Let's see, so did you get into that when you were a kid, or was that more of like an adult thing when you were older? Uh, growing up, I always liked him, but I really appreciated his nuances and stuff when I was more of an adult, I think. Okay, very cool. Um, so did you guys have a pretty good, pretty good convention this year? We sold three times more than we did last year, so yeah, I gotta say we did pretty well. <laughs> That's fantastic news. I'm glad to hear it. Um, you guys got anything big in the works coming soon or anything? I see the coming soon sign behind you. Walking Dead, The Wasp Woman, Hunger Games, Jurassic Park, Twilight. Can't wait for Twilight. That's awesome. Um, you guys branching out or anything else? Any, any new... Uh, like podcasts in the work or anything like that? Uh, we've, we're working on Potter and uh, Empire we're working on right now. It should be ready in a month or two, I'd say. Awesome. Very cool. And uh, where can we find your, uh, all your stuff, your social media, and where, we, where people can uh, buy your uh, downloads and everything? Cinemaside.com or Facebook slash Cinemaside. Awesome. Thanks a lot, guys. I hope you had a great year. Thanks. You too. Cool, man. All right. Are you ready? Yeah. Okay. All right, so I'm here with Tommy Day from By the Rights, the movie pitching party game. You could hear on, I forget the episode number, oh my God, um, uh, an episode of the podcast where it's we did a By the Rights game thing where in, okay. Don't delay. There were more There's there. very little time oh, left. Yeah. your favorite celebrity signatures. And so, yeah, so I'm here with Tommy Day from By the Rights, the movie pitching party game, at Indie PopCon. Uh, they are selling, by the rights, they have a nice little table to actually play the game. And uh, it's a very nice, very nice setup you guys got here. And it's in, like, it seems like you guys have been doing very well this this weekend. Um, like I was telling you earlier, I was telling, I was telling Jared earlier, going through the convention i was walking through like yesterday and like i saw like uh a girl i went to high school with was playing with some friends in the board game area yeah and then like i went to over to actually another kind of movie game thing it's called movie buff their thing yeah i we actually interviewed them on the the podcaster stage but like they this girl was talking to them and like i saw like in her bag i wasn't i wasn't creepily staring at her at her bag just to just to clarify like i saw that little blue the little blue box i'm like this that's so good it makes me happy so uh how has the convention been for you guys and uh and how is by the rights and everything it's been awesome like uh this is technically the first event that we've done where we've had the games on hand and so like we didn't know what to expect but we've had a great time and we've been selling copies and meeting lots of cool people yeah we're really looking forward to gen con too and having the chance to do this again yeah Yeah, Yeah. that'll probably be crazy but uh this has been really cool yeah very nice 
Very nice. Yeah, Gen Con's going to be huge. Oh, just remember remember the little podcast you were on yeah. when you're famous. Um, <laughs> when the game is, is just massive. Um, so, yeah, so uh, for those who are have not listened to the episode that you were on and have not listened to are uninitiated to By the Rights, uh, tell us about By the Rights and how it came to be and, and you know, give us the give us the, the pitch, if you will. Okay. See, yeah, see what I did there? Because it's a movie. <laughs> yeah. Okay, anyway. So it's uh, a movie pitching party game. Um, uh, sorry, I'm sorry. It's a movie pitching party game, and so it's basically like in the genre of apples to apples, cards against humanity, snake oil, but you're using four decks of cards to create your own movie. So you've got genre, and you've got two cards for the hero, a descriptor, and then the hero. So like um, an alcoholic bounty hunter would be two cards, and then um, you've got your plot card. And that kind of forms the, the one-sentence version of your movie pitch. And then you can expand on it as much or as little as you want. And so you can cast your favorite actors. you got to do what it takes to get the producer to buy your movie. And then uh, the producer has $20 million to spend at the end of the game. Whoever has the most money wins. So. Nice. And it is a blast to play. I like. I really enjoyed uh, playing it, and I still have my... Obviously, I still have my copy. <laughs> but uh, I actually bought two copies, and I gave one uh, away at a wedding uh, as a gift. And they, you know, they were super... Uh, super excited about that. Although I accidentally on the card envelope, I started to sign my own name, so I looked like an idiot there. But, but yeah, but it, uh, <laughs> but no, they were really excited to to have it, and uh, and they they love that. And you also have the '80s action expansion pack. Yeah. Can you can you um, e- expand on that a little yeah. bit? Yeah. So that was supposed to be a Kickstarter stretch goal, where if we raised extra money, we were going to get it made. But um, like our game was delayed after the Kickstarter, and we switched manufacturers, and things changed a little bit. And we re- decided to go ahead and do it because we liked it so much anyway. But it's basically 30 extra cards that are just more exaggerated, like 80s tropes. Like um, my favorite plot card is hunting down smugglers in the Florida Keys on a badass speedboat. You know, just like exaggerated nice. stuff like that. So. Nice, nice. And I'm going to actually be picking up an additional copy like down the road at uh, Game Preserve. Still, still selling a game. Con- Game right now, yeah. Nice. Uh, yeah, I'm gonna pick. I'm gonna pick another one up, and we're actually gonna be uh, giving it away at Sharktober in Irvington as, oh, a, nice. as a prize. So, we might actually, so, yeah. have a booth at the festival this year. Oh, that's awesome. That's great. Terrific. Um, yeah. So, what we're doing, and also, um, where can people find Buy the Rights online? Uh, it's on Amazon, um, and it's in a couple local stores. We're trying to work on some distribution stuff this summer, but Amazon, you can find it. Yeah. Perfect. And social media? Yeah, uh, buytherightsgame.com is our website, and it has links. Everything's different, so you can find them all there. Perfect, perfect. And what I'm asking everyone is um, who their favorite uh, favorite movie or TV villain of all time is and why. And I see that the, the kind of... Uh, um, the de- demonstration you have is like a cyberpunk fed up bounty hunter. I mean, that could be one, but if you have one, but, uh, but yeah, uh, I'll give you some time to think and everything and, uh, I'll, I'll, I'll vamp a little bit. Um, so yeah, their booth is really nice. Um, again, I really love their artwork for it. It's like, it really pops and, uh, it's, it's such a fun game. I highly recommend going and picking it up. It's, uh, it's, it's such a fun game and it's, it's just so much fun to to uh, play it and everything. Okay, are you guys ready? Would be cheating if it was like two that were like a pair, like. No, I don't think it would be cheating. No. Nope. I'd have to say Shredder and Krang from Ninja Turtles. Okay. Um, nice. Just like the, they're both cool on their own, but together in the cart- original cartoon, they were just like, I don't know, my favorite villains. Okay. I would have to say, yeah. <laughs> and what did you think of their representation in Out of the Shadows? Uh, is that the new movie? Yeah. I haven't, haven't seen the new ones. I'm like okay. kind of a purist, and I was just like, I'm trying to accept the fact that some things move on beyond where I'm going to be interested in them, and just like, so I didn't watch the new ones. So I didn't think they'd be my thing. But, yeah. yeah, you definitely made the right choice yeah. there. They're, they're, and I mean, I, I liked, I. Like Ninja Turtles were pretty pretty prominent in my childhood, but it was one of those things where it was just kind of a phase for yeah. me. So like as soon as I learned about Power Rangers, I'm like, oh, Power Rangers. Yeah. And then Turtles kind of fell by the wayside. So, but like I still like I still have a little bit of nostalgia there. Like when I was six, I was on like a a, a little uh, soccer team, and like I didn't I 
I I don't I don't sports. <laughs> yeah. But um, <laughs> but uh, like I just imagined I was a Ninja Turtle <laughs> yeah. running around. Uh, my team hated me, but um, <laughs> no, but uh, yeah. So I, in the movies, just they're they're just not they're not yeah. good. But uh, yeah, the new cartoons. He's pretty cool though. So oh, nice, yeah. nice. All right, well, I will stop bugging you guys. Um, once again, where can they find Buy the Rights? Uh, BuyTheRightsGame.com, and we'll be at Gen Con in uh, the Entrepreneurs Avenue area this summer. And now Amazon, yeah. Perfect, perfect. Well, thank you guys so much, and congrats on the uh, the catapulting success that you're in 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 the in the start of there. And uh, again, you know, remember me, remember me, guys. Yeah. <laughs> All right. Thanks, guys. All right, I am here with uh, the man, the myth, the legend, the biggest geek in Indiana, Tony Troxel. How's it going, buddy? Pretty good. Was that a weight crack? No, I no. <laughs> I, I I would have to crack my own weight. I'm I'm weighty. Okay, that's it's going well, man. Really enjoying the con here on day three. So awesome, awesome. Yeah, we're having a great time too. Um, you had a booth for the first time this year, right? Your first booth. That is correct. Just a couple booths down from you guys. First time I've ever decided to booth it here at uh, Indie PopCon. That's awesome. Uh, did you prefer the booth, or would you go back to the press passes, a little inside baseball here? Right now, I am very happy I had the booth because I am not dying on my feet. I, I spent money to be able to sit down this weekend. <laughs> That's a hey, money well spent. Money well spent. Uh, so we have been asking our friends and vendors, um, what is your favorite movie or television villain of all time and why i think one of the uh, biggest villains i can think of is luke skywalker because face it while he may be framed as a hero in the film he is the one that went against the established government now remember we're talking as you originally saw star wars he went against the established government he destroyed government equipment that was used in their battle against terror and he was hailed as a hero that is villainous and wrong i think you're the villain in that scenario (laughs) wow yeah that's true i mean it's all about perspective isn't it so dang that's a good answer all right well uh that's man i'm i'm sad now so i have to go cry somewhere um no uh thanks for stopping by um are you gonna be here next year but of course, get in my booth tonight. Very good. Uh, tell us where we can find you on Twitter, social media, the whole thing. On Twitter and social media, you can find me at Indiana Geeky, and you can also find me pretty much anywhere online at Geeking in Indiana. Awesome, man. Thanks for stopping by. Hey, thanks a lot, man. All right, I'm here with Sean from the Historic Art Craft Theater in Franklin, Indiana. And uh, we're here at PopCon uh, 2017. And, uh, yeah, first of all, I am a huge fan of the art craft. Um, I haven't been able to make it out there as much as I would like, but I was able to go to the Sci-Fi Frenzy uh, a while ago, which was such a spectacular, like, lineup. And and it's it's kind of... One of the things I, I, I love about being a kind of movie and, and entertainment um, uh, aficionado, if you will, is the kind of throwback to, or the preservation and throwback to, um, like, old-style cinema and everything. And, like, because you go to a multiplex and, you know, you get your overpriced popcorn and you get into, like, your your uh, your seats. And it's just, it's, it's I don't know, there's, there's something about it that the multiplex experience like these days it kind of feels it takes away some of the specialness of it like when like when i was a kid i loved going to the movies because that was like an event and like the art craft like to go to the art craft it's like it's like being in that that setting again and being in that mind frame because it's it's a special environment so yeah so would you mind telling telling uh, my listeners about the art craft and, and and what you guys are all about yeah it's like stepping stepping back in time i mean like you said most multiplexes theaters nowadays people are like zombies because you know you pay 20 bucks to get in if not more mm-hmm. and then for you know snacks you're paying an extra 20 30 dollars yeah. But the R-Craft, I mean, it's really cool. we got old school prices, you know, and those prices haven't changed in years. And we don't expect those prices to change at all. Uh, I've worked at concession lines plenty of times where, you know, we have what they call the big date. You know, it's like $10 for a couple of large drinks and a large popcorn. And people are like, wow, you can't even get into a movie theater 
at that price at some multiplexes. Yeah. So we get a lot of people that come there that uh, they just have flashbacks of the, the old theaters. You know, we have a lot of elderly people that come to the theater and say, oh, wow, I came to this movie theater, you know, on my first date. I had my first kiss, you know. We got a lot of young kids that will come, and they see all the neon lights that we have in our lobby and stuff. You don't see that in these newer movie theaters anymore. There's no style. It's just a box, you know, building. You go in and watch a movie. At least we still got the old class, and people just, you know, we got murals on the wall. You know, we got the neon. We got the bench seating, you know. Everybody just loves the atmosphere. I mean, we get a lot of compliments on just how we're, you know, keeping up and preserving the history of the theater. Yeah, and that and that's something that you guys have my undying respect for, my respect uh, on that end because it is it is such a it's such an amazing experience. Like it's I kind of I mean it's it's a little bit of a drive for me because I'm from Speedway, but I mean it's well worth it. And it's like it's one of those things like and, and like also you mentioned like the uh, kind of old time prices for for concessions and everything. The popcorn is freaking amazing. Yeah. <laughs> like yeah, it's uh, if I'm not mistaken, it's like locally locally it's grown. Locally grown, yeah, like five miles away. But uh, yeah, we get a lot of compliments on the popcorn. Every single movie we have people that just absolutely come up to the concession stand and oh man we love your popcorn where you grow it you know and we actually during the movies we actually get people that walk in off the street and buy popcorn they're not there for the movie they're just they just want to come (laughs) off the street and buy it you know well that's great like that's great street marketing and everything yeah and uh you guys just recently upgraded the uh the marquee too is that correct yes we just got done with the marquee it was a year of the struggle trying to get funds for it but we got a matching grant and uh yes it's totally brand new uh brand new old looking i should say we had a couple people that asked us if we were going to put a digital marquee up and we told no there's we're not going to go commercialized like that we want to keep it old school keep it like it originally was so yeah it's all new wiring all new led lights it's way more energy efficient now but yes, it's totally redone, and it lights up the whole block. You go there at night, ten o'clock at night when it's on. It, um, it's like a beacon. It draws in everybody. It's awesome. That's so wonderful. And I mean, Franklin is such a such a nice like like environment. Like that that town area is so is so. It's the type of area that you like. You you love seeing like an antique theater in, and yeah. uh, and also you guys uh, are very very um, strict about about uh, making sure it's thirty five millimeter prints and like that. I mean, I I'm so happy with that. Yeah. We try our best to get about ninety ninety eight percent of our films on thirty five millimeter. There's very little circumstances where we use a DVD. You know, we might use it as a backup if the film breaks or something. You know, I I talk to the projectionist almost every day, and he took he he's been teaching me some of the tricks of the trade. But yeah, he'll have it on thirty five millimeter film, but he'll have a DVD playing in sequence. So if the film ever breaks, he got the backup, and he he's just just that good. His name's Steve Blair, and he's just awesome. So. That's fantastic. That's awesome. That's a nice peek behind the curtain. Um, yeah, and uh, and you also you guys also have uh, have uh, uh, like uh, Looney Tunes like uh, cartoons that play before. Like I love that. Like in lieu of like trailers and everything, uh, you just have like these 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 old cartoons that like I grew up on grew up watching and stuff. And it's just it's like it when I was there for the Sci-Fi Frenzy. It was like it was like such a weird mind thing where I was like I was thrown back. In my memory, it was such a nostalgic experience, and I just I loved it. That was one of my favorite like theater experiences I've ever had. Really, uh, I'm a little too young to remember, but I guess they used to play cartoons before every movie. Uh, I w- I'll just say back in the day, sure. I don't remember it, but yeah. So we kept that going, and we also played the Pledge of Allegiance. You yes. know, or I'm sorry, the, uh, yeah, Pledge of Allegiance. You know, yeah. so we still do that, and everybody loves it. You know. I hear a lot of compliments saying, you know, you guys keep it real, you know, and, you know, just keep up the good work, oh, pretty yeah. much. Oh, yeah. Yeah, absolutely. So, um, let's see. So, I mentioned that I went to the Sci-Fi Frenzy, and you guys have so many, like, you have, um, 
it's every weekend you guys you guys screen screen movies and you have very uh, you have a very like you have your schedule set up and everything. You also have a cartoons for cans thing. Can you speak on that a little bit? Yeah, cartoon for cans. We actually started doing that twice a year now. Uh, we did it back in April. We're going to have one coming up in November, I believe. And what it is, it's our teen volunteers that uh, they advertise uh, that you bring a canned food or any non-perishable food to the theater, and uh, that buys you a ticket to come in and watch cartoons. It's about an hour's worth of Looney Tunes, you know, just different cartoons from growing up on, and, you know, and we take all those canned food and on the food to the local pantry, especially in November around Thanksgiving, you know, so people can, you know, have something to eat. So, yeah, uh, it... I think every year it just seems like it gets bigger and bigger. Like I said, we're from doing it once a year to twice a year now. So, and I think we average around 1,000 items every time we've done it. So, I oh, mean, wow. we, we got boxes and boxes that we have to load up in a pickup truck afterwards and take it to the food pantry. It's, it's awesome. All the team volunteers, they get together and they do an awesome job doing it. It's that, great. That is just, that's, that's remarkable. That's incredible. Um, and and you guys also have so so coming up you guys have the retro Re- rewind yep. which is an 80s kind of film festival thing or, or uh, film festival thing in August the weekend of August 25th 25th and 6th yes yep. August 25th and 26th can you can you talk about that and how it, how you guys uh, pick the movies for these I know that's uh, is it sponsored a little bit there or? Uh, yes the sponsors don't pick the movies uh, what the sponsors do we have a sponsorship party once a year and we have the lineup of, of the movies that we show them, and they can pick which movies they want to sponsor. Okay, but as far as the retro 80s movie weekend, what we do is once a year, a group of us at the theater, we have a a sheet of paper that throughout the year, the people that come to the movies make suggestions on. We look at those sheets, and we just tally up, okay, we got 50 people that want to see Ghostbusters. Maybe we want to play that, you know. Or we got 100 people that wanted Star Wars, but darn, we can't get that, you know. So that's how we chose these movies, you know. These are chosen by the patriots that come to the theater. We don't pick them personally. There's maybe one or two that we might, you know, hey, let's play, you know, we just had Rebel Without a Cause. Mm -hmm. You know, one or two people might have written it down, but a lot of us on the board might be like, we love that movie. Let's try it. You know, so yeah. So for the most part, the Patriots pick the movies. So we had a lot of these '80s movies. We're like, hey, we can make a weekend out of that. You know, why not do it that way? You know, so that's how they get picked. That's so great. And you guys also have a uh, a Christmas uh, a Christmas. Uh, screening of Christmas movies that uh, I'm told sell out almost immediately, I've heard. So can you tell like what the, the lineup is and, and when they go on sale? Uh, they go on sale September 29th, and we every year we have, uh, we kind of rotate our movies a little bit, but every year we have Christmas Story, Christmas Vacation, those are probably the most popular ones, and then every other year we might have White Christmas and It's a Wonderful Life. But, uh, yeah, they go on sale September 29th, and I believe, uh, I think this past year, Christmas Story was sold out like a month and a half before it oh, showed. Wow. But Christmas Vacation is slowly catching up to Christmas Story, yeah. and it's starting to sell out more. <laughs> we had, I think, I believe it was six showings of each movie, and I think Christmas Story sold out four or five, and Christmas Vacation almost sold out just as as much and we sit 625 people so that's a lot of people to push through the doors to see that that. is incredible that's that's fantastic and i'm definitely going to try to uh uh see it's a wonderful life for sure because that's like kind of one of my my bucket list movie theater experiences is to see it's a wonderful life on the big screen um i was able to see um uh, uh, tw- uh, 2001: A Space Odyssey in 70 millimeter at the IMAX, and that was like a big, a big thing for me. So yeah. I definitely, I have a mental list of of, uh, of experiences I want to have in the theater, and and uh, definitely the the uh, art craft is is definitely um, uh, helping me achieve those oh, yeah. uh, for sure. Um, so let's see. So uh, I what I'm asking is uh, what I'm asking all the vendors that I'm, I'm running into and everything is uh, who's your favorite. A movie or TV villain of all time and why? Okay, uh, would be Flash Gordon and the villain would be Ming. Um, I just remember 
watching it with my mom, you know, every time it came on HBO back in the day or just regular TV, uh, I would get my mom say, hey, it's on again, mom, let's go watch it, you know. And I, she may not admit it till nowadays, but I think she had a little crush on Flash, so <laughs> I think that's why she watched it so much. Sure. But I always thought Ming was really cool the way he had his little goatee thing going on and, and his robes and he just acted so arrogant I just thought he was just a really cool villain you know even though you know he got his butt kicked you know but I just I just loved the movie always loved it when I was a kid we actually had uh, Sam at the movie date a couple of years ago That's right. and I met him and he's he just is such a cool guy he stuck That's around so for the movie uh, I got to shake his hand talk to him about it a little bit and he actually told me in kind of a secret tone, he goes, yeah, I'm getting tired and burned out seeing my own movie in theaters. <laughs> so, but I can see that. But yeah. it was just always my favorite movie, Flash Gordon. Oh, that's a great answer. That's a fantastic answer. And I'm sure that uh, even if he was getting burned out, I'm sure that it, seeing it in the R-Craft uh, rejuvenated him for sure. Oh, yeah. Uh, yeah. So uh, so you can find the, the Historic R-Craft at historicartcrafttheater.org. And can you tell us where, where to find it on social media and everything? Oh, yeah. Um, we have a program of social media. It's We are on Facebook. So if you like us on Facebook, uh, you'll get the update of schedules and all of our events. Because not only do we have the movies, but we have the car shows out front, too, which is awesome. And sometimes when we have the car shows, we try to have the movie that would be based on cars. You know, uh, I can't think of any movies offhand. My mind's going everywhere. But uh, we, point with a yeah, challenge or something. we had the Great American Race come through Franklin a week and a half ago, and we had Bullet playing that's so, so awesome. We tried to uh, interact just like uh, a couple uh, last year. We had Smoke on the Square, and we had Babe playing, you know, with the. But we tried to get the movies to what's going on in the community, you know. So one time we had a, a bluegrass festival going on, and we, and we showed um, Oh Brother Thou. Oh, so that's awesome. We we try to do that, and it just people just love it. They that's they so come cool. in by the gross to watch it. So. That's fantastic. That's great. Well, I won't take up too much of your time. Oh, and you can find the Artcraft Theater on Twitter at Artcraft Theater and on Instagram at Artcraft Theater as well and on Facebook at The Historic Artcraft Theater. I can't oversell enough how much you, you guys should definitely go check this out. If you're listening to this podcast, you're going to adore this experience and everything. And they have their full schedule um, posted online and, and all over all over the place. You can find uh, where uh, what what movies are coming up and everything. And, uh, and yeah, definitely check out the uh, Retro Rewind on August 25th and 26th. And, uh, yeah, thank you so much for your time. And I, I can't wait to, get, to go back. And, uh, yeah, I really appreciate you uh, uh, taking time to talk to me. Yep. Thank you. Appreciate no it. No problem. Okay, I'm here on day three of uh, Indie PopCon, and we have a friend of the show, Chad, from By the Rights. Uh, how's the convention going for you? It's going great. Yeah, we've, we've had a really fun time. It's been awesome meeting all kinds of people, and yeah, we've, we've had a blast. I heard you guys have moved quite a few units, to use some uh, insider terms. Yeah, that's a good industry term there. Yeah, yeah, it's, we've been selling pretty well. We've gotten a lot of traffic to our booth, and uh, you know, we've gotten even you know a few of the YouTube celebs got to play it and came up and picked a couple copies so yeah it's been fun that is awesome i'm glad to hear that you guys deserve it man um so we've been asking all our friends and vendors what is your favorite movie or tv villain and why do you have an answer for that i think i'm gonna have to go with uh hal from 2001 a space odyssey i mean that it's just like uh you know anytime i watch it you still just kind of get chills just listening to it. it's so like understated but sinister and uh yeah that is an excellent choice. Uh, probably one of the only answers we've gotten where it's not like a pure evil thing. Yeah. He's just logical. Yeah, yeah, exactly. Like, uh, you know, it's uh, you know similar to what they're kind of doing with. Um, well, I guess this latest Alien movie, Dave is just kind of like crazy. But a lot of kind of what they do with the AI stuff in the Alien movies, where it's like uh, sort of not exactly just like a purely malicious character but just uh on a different level than the humans around them you know absolutely that's a great answer well um 
I appreciate you coming up with an answer. Do you think you guys are going to come back to PopCon next year? Definitely we want to be back to PopCon. We, we had a great time here. Totally, uh, yeah, blew us away. We'd, we'd love to be back. Cool. Uh, before you go, tell us where we can find you guys on social media and where you can find your game and everything. So um, you can find all of our social media stuff on ByTheRightsGame.com. You'll find an Amazon link there. I believe on Twitter we're ByTheRights, at ByTheRights with underscores between the words. Um, I believe Instagram is ByTheRights, all one word. Uh, you can find us on Facebook. We're on all the social medias. You can look us up. <laughs> and, yeah, uh, make sure to, to check us out uh, and uh, pick us up on Amazon if you haven't. You won't be disappointed. Very cool. Thanks a lot, man. <clears throat> All right, so I'm here at the Hypable table at uh, their, their Hypable.com. They have a bunch of stuff. Um, we, like, uh, we, we, we've become fast convention friends, I would say, you know. Um, by the way, I need you guys to help me move, but whatever. Um, no, uh, so you're here. This is the fourth year you guys have been here? Nice. And so why don't you go ahead and tell tell the audience, like, uh, tell us about Hypable, about what, uh, like, Give us the pitch of, of what, what you're peer promoting and everything. Okay. So, Hypable.com is a general entertainment website, and we cover movies, television shows, books, some music and video games, and it's basically just everything that we're interested in. We like to cover it with a lot of passion, a lot of in-depth discussion over our favorite fandoms, and we're here at Indie PopCon this year, once again promoting all of our podcasts, which we have about a million of, but the main <laughs> ones that we really wanted to promote were Book Hype, which is all about books, and we've got uh, Rewatchable, which right now we're covering Buffy and Angel, but for that one we actually go back and watch old shows that have either been cancelled or they're like cult classics. That one's a lot of fun to put together. Uh, Not Another Teen Wolf podcast, which will be ending soon because Teen Wolf's ending soon. Yes, but that is the big one. And uh, Donnie's here with Resistance Radio, which is all about Star Wars. So that's a lot of fun. And we've got a few few other ones, but if you go to Hyperbowl, then you'll be able to kind of check us out and see everything that we've got to offer. Nice. So what is your favorite of all the stuff that you do? I don't, that's a, that's, like that's a loaded question. Right. <laughs> I'm a monster. <laughs> um, I would say for me, it's got to be rewatchable because that one's sort of like my baby. I put a lot of work into organizing it and making sure everything goes off kind of flawlessly, which it doesn't always, but when it does, it feels really great. And uh, I really love Buffy, so I'm glad that we finally got to do that. Although, it's by the time we're done with it, it's going to be three years for that uh, yeah. one show, so it's sure. kind of crazy. But we've done uh, Veronica Mars, Firefly, Pushing Daisies, um, Freaks and Geeks, Cora, Airbender. So we got a lot of really cool things in there, and we have no idea what's coming next because we still got a year left, but it's going to be a short one, that's for sure. Oh, damn it. My, suge- my suggestion and my suggestion all the time has been Star Trek, the I original know, series. I know. That would be, well, it's only three seasons, so, I mean... It's about 60 episodes. You know... Short yeah. We might be able to, but yeah. Although, like, if you don't mind me pitching, Please. I mean, if it's going to be down the road and everything, obviously, if it's rewatchable, Teen Wolf. I mean, you can rewatch it after it ends. I mean, because we have a podcast dedicated to it already, I feel like that's overkill, and also sure. the rest of the staff would murder me. But sure. <laughs> sure. well, just a suggestion. Yeah, and uh, and so yeah, every year that I see you guys, it seems like you have more stuff to uh, promote and more stuff at your table, putting us to shame. Like I felt like all excited and everything because I had uh, a. <laughs> There's a very, very tiny child in an Iron Man um, thing. Or actually, it's just Iron Man. He's just there. And he has a lightsaber. Yeah, uh, like you do, yeah. Um, so anyway, and I was super proud or excited about our table because I'm like, okay, now I have now I have stickers for my solo podcast anthology, and you know we have flyers on both sides of it. And I see you guys, and it's like, like holy crap, you have merch, you have like buttons and and a bunch of stuff, and like the designs are all like really cool. Um, can you guys speak on that? I know we talked about it yesterday, but not on the microphone. <laughs> 
so uh, I design all of them. It's a labor of love <laughs> because as uh, if you ever come by our table if we're at Indie Popcorn, there are a lot of designs of buttons. I think uh, how many have we got all together? I don't. I mean, because this is only fifty now. Fifty different designs yeah. <laughs> of buttons. So, awesome. and they range they range from everything from Star Wars to Marvel to Ghostbusters. We got Jurassic Park. It's all sorts, but a lot of them are really silly puns. <laughs> Uh, I just saw, I just, like, I got distracted because I just saw the one that says, don't touch Lola. Yeah. And it's like, like, these are, like, legit, like, they like they look, like, really good. And, like, it's just, it blows my mind that, like, and you seriously did all of them? Okay, that's, that's mind-blowing because, I mean, they all look, like, really good. Absolutely. Okay, um, if you, if you're interested in checking out our designs, we actually have an Etsy store as well, okay. which is just called Mystical Whimsies on Etsy, and we sell all of our designs there we've got buttons and magnets and prints as well so very nice that was going to be my next question perfect <laughs> so yeah that's awesome and they they all look great nice yeah anyway um so good. i am yeah they're very colorful they're very they really pop so so yeah so how has popcorn been for you this year um how yeah how is how's it going it's your turn to talk. <laughs> it's been good. Um, we spent way too much money. Um, made a little, but it's been really fun just seeing all the costumes and getting to talk to people. And I get, it, I am amazed by some of the stuff people put together, man. It's so cool. But yeah, it's been a good con. We had some very fabulous neighbors oh my gosh. Um, here. Yeah, they, the established facts yes. are amazing people. Go listen to their podcast. We played a really cool game. I think it's called Sushi, Sushi Go, Go Party. And it's fantastic. They've been introducing us to all kinds of fun new board games and stuff. So yeah, That's check awesome. them out too. They're awesome. Nice. Our boothmates have been uh, the nerds you're looking for, which, you know, you know. They're, they're my friends, so yeah, yeah. they, uh, yeah, you know, I wish that they would introduce me to board games, but whatever. Um, that's, oh, thank you. I really appreciate that. Um, so yeah, so what I'm asking everyone this year is, uh, what movie or TV villain, and, and you guys can take a minute to actually, to hear the words that I'm saying and comprehend them. Uh, We've asked like six times. Right. What's the question? Um, yeah. Your favorite movie or TV villain and why of all time so I think the fault is on me because I'm phrasing it terribly <laughs> Fav- who is your favorite movie or TV villain of all time and why alright so I decided to go with Hades from Disney Hercules it is my favorite Disney movie one of my favorite movies of all time but I really love Hades because he is a bad guy He's a trickster. He wants what he wants, and, and he'll do whatever he wants to get it. But in the end, you you don't really hate him. You kind of love to just watch him and see what he does. He's really funny. He's really personable. And even though he's a bad guy, you're like, but you're kind of cute, though. So I, he's the one villain, really, that I have, like... Um, Funko Pop stuff from and like I collect prints of him and everything because he doesn't feel like a straight up villain you know he's just like an antagonist and he's kind of silly so he's a good one to follow to follow nice okay yeah are you ready for yours sure okay okay so in the last year I have mainlined Bones from seasons 1 through 12 and I have not yet finished the last couple of episodes because I'm terrible (laughs) and I hate endings um but Christopher Pallant, who I believe is the villain in, like, the fifth season. It's hard to keep them all straight. He is an insane villain on that show. He c- writes code into bone that they scan into a computer, and it infects the computer with a virus. Like, wow. Like, that's insane. And, like, he uses library books to write a virus code that also ends up in a different system. Like, he's just a villain above and beyond, and... You know, how he ends up, like, meeting his end is interesting and all its own, but he, his legend on that show, like, 
the things he was able to do and the, the chaos he created was just awesome. So Christopher Plant is my favorite. Nice. That's a great answer. Nice. And that makes me terrified of <laughs> everything. <laughs> now, are you ready for yours? Yes, I okay. am. I think I'm going to go with Cottonmouth from Luke Cage. Okay. Um, I actually really liked him a lot because in his own way, he had his own code of honor which was really easy to follow along with. Like, there were certain subsets of, like, Harlem that you just didn't touch because they were institutions of that area. And he was like, he'd get really mad if you did anything, like, outside of that. So he was the bad guy, but at the same time, you could see the direction he was going in with wanting to protect Harlem. So, yeah, I really liked him because there was a duality to him. So. That's a great answer. Nice. Uh, so, uh, one more time, like, where can we find Hypable and all of all of the stuff that you guys do? Um, the huge list of things you guys do, and uh, the Etsy store and everything. Once again, I would say the easiest thing is to find Hypable, which is h y p a b l e dot com. You can follow us on Twitter at Hypable, and you can get all of our podcasts from there. And if you're interested in checking out our buttons. That's our Etsy store, which is Mystical Whimsies. Mystical Whimsies. Awesome. Thank you guys so much. And we're going to have to figure out, like, what our super secret after party is to, yeah. in the face of them. Yeah, we'll definitely have to get on that. And uh, thank you guys again, and hope you have a great last 15, 20, 30 minutes yeah. of the convention. Yeah. yeah. Not yeah. much longer now. Yeah. <laughs> All right. Well, thanks, guys. All right, I'm here with friend of the show, Tyler, from the Nerds You're Looking For podcast. Uh, how's the convention going for you, man? It's been pretty good so far. I mean, it's basically over now. We're literally packing up, but um, for the most part, it was a good three days. Awesome. You uh, had an interesting marketing strategy for, for this convention. You essentially bullied people into subscribing to your podcast. Tell us about that. So, yeah, basically sitting around waiting for them to come to us wasn't working, so we just were... Uh, aggressive this year and we trolled you guys quite a bit as well so that added to our enjoyment uh, this year. Yeah, we found trash uh, all over the place in random spots that was very clever. Uh, so we've been asking our friends and vendors um, what is your favorite movie or television villain and why? So I'd assume you guys are getting a lot of uh, Vader and Joker and, and that kind of stuff so I'll go with something a little less conventional maybe and say uh I guess Sergeant Sullivan off of The Departed, Matt Damon's character. Uh, that's one of my top five favorite movies of all time, and I love him in that movie because he's so slimy and, uh, you know, every which way he kind of escapes by the skin of his teeth until that last shot of the movie. So uh, it's, it's a great performance and an amazing movie. I like how you said the last shot of the movie. <laughs> Very clever. That's fucking wicked awesome. Um, no, uh, so Popcorn was great for you this year. You guys going to come back next year? I don't know. It's up in the air, probably, because we enjoy more than just promoting the podcast. Obviously, it's cool to be with all of these people and see everything and just be here as fans as well. So I'd imagine we'll end up getting a booth. What about you guys? Yeah, I'm pretty sure we will. We'll, uh, we'll see about it. But, you know, sometimes it's fun to just come as a fan and just have the old uh, the old day pass or the three-day pass uh, go around and you don't have to sit at a booth the whole time. So we'll see. Um, thanks for answering. Thanks for stopping by. Hope you have a great rest of the con. Yeah, thanks, man. You too. All right, so thank you to all the vendors that spoke with us and tolerated us uh, badgering them and everything. Um, yeah, uh, so we're here at the end of the convention. We are like T-minus... One minute. One minute from closing of the hall. Everyone's breaking everything down. It's, uh, you know, it's just so we're about to get interrupted by the by the speaker, I'm sure. Yeah. So anyway, so we're waiting for Paige to pick us up, Tiny's fiance, um, and we are at a moment in the convention. Uh, okay. No, no, we're going to keep yeah. it. took me a second to realize he was offering and not oh, asking. Yeah. Anyway, um, so we're here at our answer for the weekend. Yes. Tiny. Yeah. Who or what... Whom is your favorite? Please head to the nearest exit doors. We know how to leave a place, buddy. Who's your favorite movie or TV villain of all time and why? Okay, uh, no, um, so I have three answers. One is the easy answer, and it's pretty common. Heath Ledger's Joker. Okay. It's just yeah. un untouchable villain, like mm -hmm. probably the best ever. 
Uh, but my second for a movie is uh, Anton Chigurh from No Country for Old Men. Nice. One of my favorite movies of all time, and he is just like pure, unflinching evil, and like will stop at nothing, and just scary and creepy and everything. He's just perfect, and I love that portrayal. I'm so glad he won an Oscar for that and everything. Um, great movie, great performance. And for a TV, I hope I'm not stealing this from you. you probably are. Go okay. Uh, uh, ben Linus from Lost. Damn it. I picked it a couple days ago, and I knew you didn't think of it. Or you hadn't... You said you hadn't thought of anything. I, okay, so, um, to be honest, I had given it no thought throughout the entire weekend who it was. Then I was talking to the ladies at Hypeable Podcast, and they asked me what it was, what mine was, and then I was like, oh, I haven't even thought... Oh, yep, it's Ben Linus. <laughs> okay. There we go. So anyway, why Ben Linus? Well, because he's, um, his, he's so calculating, and he's, uh, he's not like a... Um, he's like a psychological villain. He's not like a, I'm gonna break your neck villain. So he's very, I, he he he's a villain with words. That's what I liked about him. Um, so I'll tell you what. I'll give you uh, a a different answer. Okay. That's a good one. I think the entire strike team from the Shield. That's really good. <laughs> yeah. That's really good. Um, yeah. Okay. So I will say two. One is Ben Linus. My my favorite um and a lot for the a lot of the same reasons you just said but also because a good villain for me is someone that you that grows throughout the throughout the uh movie or show or whatever and ben linus is a character that was incredibly mercurial throughout the series's run and it was (laughs) see ya (laughs) who was incredibly mercurial and very like you never knew like what his full game plan was and sometimes maybe he didn't know. Yeah. But also, like, his redemptive arc uh, throughout the series <laughs> was so fascinating and so well done that I just, I adored that characterization. And um, and, the, and the performances performance was amazing. And then my second one from The Shield, real quick, um, would be, uh, um, wow, what, oh, <laughs> uh, yeah, the... Um, the entire strike team, but also uh, Shane Vendrell, great, great villain to single out uh, or antagonist. The again, the characterization, and everything is, is fantastic. So that's our answers, and we are going to get out of this convention center and uh, you know probably go home and take a shower, take multiple. Sh- we're gonna. He's Tiny's gonna go to his house. I'm gonna go to my apartment, and we're probably gonna shower. We'll we'll do a Skype shower. We'll, we'll Skype shower. Um, the obsessive. Uh, hang on. The obsessive scrubcast. No. Rinse and repeat. <laughs> yeah. Okay, anyway, this is weird. So, uh, thank you guys for listening, and we'll see you next time. Thanks, guys. Thanks. Who or what, I don't know, <laughs> is your favorite movie? Popcon 2017 is concluded. Every time. I know. <laughs> oh. That is very cool. We want to thank each and every one of you for participating this year, and we hope to see everyone plus ten of their favorite friends coming next year. <laughs> okay. Um, I'm going to actually put that at the end of the episode. So. Anyway. Thank you for listening to The Obsessive Viewer, presented by ObsessiveViewer.com. You can find more of our episodes at ovpodcast.com, and you can subscribe to the show on iTunes, Google Play, Stitcher, or anywhere else podcasts are found. If you'd like to support the show, the best and easiest way is to leave us a rating and a review on iTunes. More ratings and reviews means it'll be easier for people to find the show in the highly competitive film and TV podcast genre. It also provides us with valuable feedback on the show. If you'd like to donate to the podcast, you can make a one-time PayPal donation at obsessiveviewer.com slash donate or become a patron at patreon.com slash obsessiveviewer for recurring donations with different reward tiers. Every donation goes toward paying the fees to keep the podcast running and is greatly appreciated. For official Obsessive Viewer merch, including shirts, mugs, notebooks, phone cases, and more, visit our Tee Public store. You can also buy other great Tee Public designs in our store, and we'll get a small commission on the sale. You can find a link to the store in the show notes of this episode and at obsessiveviewer.com slash donate. The Obsessive Viewer's theme song is An Eclipse of Events 
and is provided by Loudlight from their EP, Mistakes We Must Make. You can find that and more great music from them on iTunes and like their Facebook page at facebook.com slash loudlightmusic. Any and all feedback on the podcast is encouraged. We love to hear from you guys. You can contact us by emailing podcast at obsessiveviewer.com or by tweeting us at obsessiveviewer, at obsessivetiny, and at I am Mike White. You can also like us on Facebook and join the Facebook group at facebook.com slash theobsessiveviewer where you can take part in discussions and polls between episodes. For more podcast content, check out Anthology, Matt's solo podcast, where he's reviewing The Twilight Zone as a first-time viewer and exploring other classic and contemporary science fiction anthology TV shows. You can find Anthology at anthologypod.com and anywhere podcasts are found. For book lovers, you can check out our sister site at obsessivebooknerd.com for book reviews, author spotlights, and a general celebration of reading. Finally, if you're philosophically curious, check out Tiny's side project podcast, The Secular Perspective, which explores the concepts of faith, religion, and existence from the perspective of secular hosts Chad and Amanda. You can find that at thesecularperspective.com and subscribe to the podcast on the app of your choice. Once again, thank you so much for listening, and we'll see you next time. 